Good morning. Well, you know what? We don't know when people are listening to this. But it's morning for us. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Good evening, whenever you're listening. Good day. (laughs) On the treadmill, if you're on the treadmill, if you're driving in the car, Mm -hmm. wherever you are, be safe. But thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Today, we are bringing back an alumni. Yeah, a very special guest. Special guest, um, Juliana, or as as we call her, Jules. (laughs) Jules, Jules, Jules. And she shocked me. I didn't realize that uh, we were the ones who named her Jules. Yeah, she'll talk about that. She'll talk about that today. Um, And she'll talk about, you know, her experiences and growth here. And, uh, you know, just, oh, what a a wonderful, I feel great. (laughs) I'm so excited for all of you to listen to her her time with us because uh, hopefully she makes you feel as great as she made us feel yes all right so sit back and relax and enjoy jules pulitz we are recording we are live with <laughs> juliana pellets let's give her a round of applause Good. Jules, Amazing. thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So Jules is uh, with us. She's not going to be with us as a cast member this summer, but she's okay. going to be popping in. Yes. She's going to pop in. We yes. uh, don't have our dates on our calendar yet, So, but when we do, we'll get them out to the Book of Faces and the Insta mm-hmm. so people know that she'll be coming and... Uh, you know, her fan club because she does have yeah, a fan club. People we, are going to be excited. People well, stop her at her job right now. I, you know what? Uh, it's not surprising to me. And she's here right now. We were going to interview her anyway. I don't know if we would have interviewed her this early in our episodes, <laughs> but she's here because I've gotten emails from people saying, when is Jules going to be on? <laughs> oh it, my God. And it wasn't from Jules's mom. It wasn't. <laughs> My tried and true fan. That's oh right. Oh, my goodness. It wasn't. It was from people saying, we want Jules. Yes. Everyone loves Jules. Well, let me tell you. It's not hard to do. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. Um, so, Jules, thanks so much for being with us. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> but we really want to, uh, you know, introduce you to people that maybe not know you, because there's, there's certainly right. people out there that don't know you, but also oh, um, give some insight to who Jules is. Um, is to all the people that love her. Sure. Wow. This Amazing. is fun. I'm- so we call her Jules, but I don't know if uh, everyone calls you Jules, right? I you changed my name actually uh, to Jules. So I wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. So you weren't Jules before the Music I Man? Was really not. I I was really honest. <laughs> And now I'm Jules, like everybody in my life calls me Jules, including my parents. And uh, for the music man, it was it was Juliana. And I don't know who it was. Somebody called me Jules and it just stuck. And I like the way that I could say it really fast. Jules. Jules. And, um, I think we talked about this because I was talking about how people call me Liz and how it's just like right. it's an easy thing. You got to. You introduce so wait, yourself. It's Liz. But were you Liz before you got here? I was Liz, but okay. it was like an even 
an even mix of like people calling me Elizabeth and Liz. Now it's only Liz. And people don't even know that my real name is Elizabeth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I mean, <laughs> no, like a lot of people, like the people that I work with at the boutique, they're like, they see Elizabeth on the screen. They're like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you, wow. But both of you, I have to tell you, both of you are in my phone as your proper names. Okay. You, you are in as Elizabeth oh. and Jules, you're in my phone as uh, Juliana. Yeah. So, now, I, is this is this the first time that's happened? Didn't you tell me about somebody else whose name? Oh yeah. The music yeah. So forever? so um, Calvin Thornton, who was uh, with us in two thousand and five or two thousand and four? No, two thousand and five. Mm -hmm. He joined us um, in two thousand and four, our second year. We had Brian Kalinowski, which we truly hope that both of them come on this podcast at some point. So, um, mm. so that's a little foreshadowing and hopefully they're listening and they'll get us on their calendar. But, uh, so Brian Kalinowski was with us in 2004 and then in 2005, um, Brian Thornton joined our group. So we had two Brian's in the group and <laughs> we, like one of our first meetings, we said, we can't have two Brian's. We need <laughs> Cal Brian, you have to change your name. Meaning Brian Thornton had to change his name. So we were all sitting around and brainstorming names. And Allie Reed, who again joined us in 2004, but was with us in 2005, said, uh, what about Calvin? And, you know, <laughs> after Calvin and Hobbes. And we went, yeah, it's a great name. So we started calling him Calvin. And now everyone calls him Calvin. The way the music man will change your life. <laughs> yeah. Just it wasn't by design. Um, it was more of a joke with um, Brian Thornton, who now we call Calvin. Right. It was more of a joke at that time, but <laughs> it happened and it stuck. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Yeah. So uh, you are Jules. Uh, we mm -hmm. call you Jules. And yes. uh, Jules, tell us where you're from. I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yes, the office. Mm -hmm. Yes, the office. And we love the office. I, I've never heard of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We quote, Yeah, no, it's good. At least it's a good show, you know? Yeah. So were you born and raised in Scranton? I was. Yeah, I was born in, I was born in Kingston, PA at the Nesbitt. Uh, little, little, little personal history. And yeah, then I grew up in Scranton and... And then I moved to New York for a little bit, and then Pittsburgh, and now I'm back in New York. So, um, are your is your family still in Scranton? They are. Oh. I'm actually here right now visiting them. Oh, oh, fantastic! Well, yes. tell them we said hello. I will. Some I love, and and likewise, Excellent. they're always excellent. So, um, you went to school in Pittsburgh? I did. I went to the University of Pittsburgh. What did you study? I studied. Well, Liz, it was kind of a, it was a whole thing. I, I initially, I, I, at first I went to Pace and I studied theater and then I transferred to Pittsburgh to study um, communication science and disorders, which mm -hmm. is the undergraduate degree for speech language pathology. Okay. But then I realized that wanting to work with people uh, wasn't not enough. You had to love the science as well. Mm. And um I didn't didn't necessarily have the love I needed for the science, so then I switched to communications, and that's what I ended up graduating with. Amazing. So a little, I have a little bit of a, a mix, a healthy mix. <laughs> so, 
So, but you didn't come straight from college to the Music Man, right? Actually, I did. I, did? I, I came, my first summer was the summer after my sophomore year of college. Okay. I was just 20. Yeah. And now I'm 20. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know what year you were in school when you came to us. So after your sophomore year, uh, 2018 was your first season? Yeah, I think I think 2018. 2018. Or 2018 or 2017, but I think 2018. No, I th I think it was 2018. Um, yeah. Because 2018, um, sadly, was our last year at our seaside location oh, on the boardwalk. Yes. And I yes, because I was at Seaside. That's right. You you spent your first season at our second location on the Seaside Boardwalk, which we mm. loved, called Medley's. Yeah. Um, and it just ultimately we were there for five years. Ultimately, we closed it um, and consolidated back to just having the uh, location in Lavalette. But you were at our last um, in our last cast there, and did a phenomenal job. I mean, it, it was just you know, it was just not working for us in Seaside, um, yeah. sadly, but did a great job. And then you came here in 2019. You were in Lavalette with us. Thank you. Yeah, I, I loved it there. Uh, I will say, though, Egg, I remember very specifically at the end of the night, you guys, we would finish before you would at Medley's. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> some people would come over just to kind of debrief with you and I think take care of some end of the day stuff. And I would always volunteer to come over with them uh, because I wanted to come and see your last show and maybe get a chance to stripe up in yeah. Lavalette. And I was like, wow, it would be so fun to be with Aggie <laughs> in, the, in the main location, yeah. you know? It was so fun. Not that they it wasn't the main location because right. they were both great in different ways, but it was fun to be part of the to be part of the group with you there the next summer because I had looked forward to it so much. Well, you you were put there because of your big voice. I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, it, it. I mean, listen, I'm I'm calling as I see it. I mean, Jules I, has a big voice. Yeah, it's an does. Ethel Merman voice. Uh, we love it so much. It can cut through any amount of noise that you put in front of her. And that's really what we needed in Seaside. It was such a vast location. It was so mm. big. And we needed somebody to fill up that space. And, you know, she did it. Ethel. Did you know that Ethel Merman never had a singing lesson in her life? Well. She was, yeah, she was a stenographer. Wow. And when she, when she started working, she started taking the notes in shorthand. And Hammerstein was like, what the heck are you doing? And she was like, well, you wanted me to, you know, take down the notes, didn't you? This is my shorthand. This is my training. And she was able to get the changes really, really quickly because of that. And then mm -hmm. Hammerstein was like, hey, listen, Ethel, never forget your shorthand and never take a singing lesson and you're going to be just fine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Not the advice you think Oscar Hammerstein oh would give you. Well, for her. There's another connection. Uh, Sean Nurney is related to Ethel Murray. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all I know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know anymore. But he always says that, and uh, I, I have to ask him what the connection is to Ethel Merman. Is it a cousin? Sheerly is it an aunt? I don't. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's he got the loud gene. Yeah, got the loud gene. <laughs> so, um, in 2018, you were in Seaside. 2019, you were with uh, with us in Lavalette, and. Mm -hmm. um, so tell tell us a little bit about um, 
you know, how your experience, not with the two locations, but how your experience at the Music Man changed throughout the years, because you've been with us for a long time. Yeah. Well, I think I kind of grew up at the Music Man. I mean, I think back to my first year at Seaside, I was just kind of really doe-eyed and um, just excited to have a summer gig. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I was 20. Um, and I remember really looking up to Sean a lot. He came to help us, Sean and, and Kate, and we had the reunion show. And I remember going and seeing Ryan Kalinowski singing his version of Tomorrow with the Annie wig when he's like, I'm 30 tomorrow, that one. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, wow, these people are so funny. I have so much to learn here. And I really did. I think just as the years went on, I just got more comfortable with myself and who I was as a performer and just able to have more fun. And just, I always knew that with Aggie there, he has our back so we can just play and try whatever we want because even if we fail, you know, Aggie's always there to catch us. So because of that, I was able to learn from you and take risks. And I just got to have more and more fun and get more and more comfortable as I, as I grew up. I don't well, know if I would be how I am without it. Well, you know, thank you for saying that about me. But what you became, in, especially in last year's group, um, is that safety net for others. So mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think really what we do here is people that do return um, really become that safety net. And yeah. maybe in those in those first years when, you know, Sean was safety net and before you know, when he was uh, a first year person, you know, Kate was a safety net and then mm -hmm. Brian was a safety net. So we all um, we all know what it's like to be a first year person here. And not that it's scary. It's just that you just don't know what to do yet. And yeah, we always nothing. we always always say you didn't find your voice yet. But you were a person that um, vocally found your voice quickly. Like we were able to get you music quickly, but it did take you a little time to feel comfortable enough to you know share those comedic moments and mm -hmm. know when to let the let someone else have the stage and you know mm -hmm. add something to them so it's uh that's fun for me I, I i love it when you know somebody like yourself jules grows in a way that now they're they're so giving to other people to you know make them a success because mm -hmm. another person's success is our success. Yeah, so. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love oh, yeah. And last year was, they, uh, the last year was so amazing coming in and being able to, uh, you, to your point, be on the other side of, of training and be able to talk to people uh, in the, in the you know, like Liz, who were just coming in last year for their first season and say, you know, I he give here's some insight you know i remember when i felt x way you know here's a great tip and then watching her come flying out of her shell like a harpoon <laughs> oh my goodness. and just incredible it you're right ag it really is so cool to watch people open up and just fully become themselves yeah i mean you um during ethan's podcast this this summer he was talking yeah. about his experience and how he found himself and um, the first first number that he found was "Thank God I'm a Country Boy," and when we were going through that, you know, and speaking about that, he was, you know, talking about how that came to be, and you were the one who suggested that song. 
Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. You would, <laughs> he basically you, owed all of his all of his success to oh. you. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but you know, it, 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 there's a spark. We can all trace back to a moment that changed us. You know, changed yeah. us to become who we are. Um, and it's not who we are in the complete sense, but in moments. And, you know, what each of us, I always, I always call it the fingerprint, you know, figure out where you could put your fingerprint on the music man and mm. your fingerprint's going to be different than anyone else's. So what, mm. what are you bringing to the, to the, to the space? And, um, you certainly did that. Um, <laughs> certainly there's some moments we just laugh and laugh um, yeah. su such great moments tell us about tell us about your your book of songs and you know what is what was different from the beginning when you were l learning music to where you came last year uh, well I think that at the beginning, I was very just eager to be heard, and I was just looking for material that would show off my, what my strength, what I perceived my strength to be at the time was just my voice, and like, I can get people to stop talking and listen to me sing, and so I only was focused on songs that would achieve that, but what I learned as the time went on, as the time went on, summer's, sorry, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Is um, that it's really more about entertaining the group of people that you're in front. And it's not so much about the material. It's about what you can do with it and how you can take three minutes and show a group of people who you are and get them on your team yeah. and just have, have a blast with them. So I think back, you know, at the very beginning, <clears throat> I was singing stuff like don't rain on my parade, which is fun, mm -hmm. but you know, people have heard it before, but like last summer singing, I need a hero and getting to bring a little boy up on a, on a, <laughs> Course, you know uh it was, it was just fun and it was just way more entertaining and i think what i realized is it's not necessarily always about quote unquote showing off it's just about being who you are and sometimes that's even more impressive yeah i think that there's um a lot to be said about jules's book of music um and i'll say it because she won't you know it's very easy to sing a song that everyone knows and you know it's a familiar melody and it's a familiar song mm -hmm. it's another thing to go up there and sing something that no one's ever heard before um that's kind of like a what we call a first here for people and mm -hmm. to make that work really takes a special performer because there's all ages at the music man i mean there's there's mm -hmm. kids and teenagers and parents and grandparents so to be able to appeal to all of them in a song is sometimes difficult and you certainly did that you have some obscure things in your folder and but you're jingle. able oh that's right <laughs> jingle bells um in the middle of the summer is always fun but you're able to do it and people go along for the ride with you and that's um i i hope all performers have the ability to you know experience that did you have like a top three, um, top three songs that you sang here? Oh, that's tough. Probably. Well, I always loved New York, New York. Okay. Uh, I Need a Hero definitely was so much fun. And probably to, to Aggie's point, a song I did this summer that I had never heard before 
um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name of it now. Finally forgot your name. Yeah. Oh, so good. good. So good. Um, yeah. So, so tell us, you know, do you remember anything about the audition process and getting here? I do. You do. I remember being in my little dorm room at the university of Pittsburgh Panther hall. And I remember sending in the videos to you at the beginning. My mom actually found the listing on Playbill. Okay. And she was like, sure. <laughs> I can tell you. There's, a, there's this great opportunity. She's from Scranton. <laughs> what accent I'm giving her. Uh, but like, you got to check it out. I think you'd be great for it. It's a singing waiter. And I was like, wow. <laughs> you mean like you in New York at Ellen Stardust? And she was like, yes. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds pretty neat. So um, I, I applied, and I didn't think I would hear anything back, and I was really shocked uh, and surprised when I got a call, I believe, from uh, Josephine first. It was okay. either Aggie or Josephine first, and I remember that I met with you two separately, and it was like one of you was vetting me for the other. Okay. And, um, and then I had to answer some follow-up questions, and um, I just remember being really, really, really excited about it. And um, you had me call a few other individuals and explain what the job would be to them mm -hmm. as an exercise to make sure that right. I really understood what it was. Yeah. And every yeah. single person that I talked to was like, you're going to do this, right? Like, this sounds so fun. <laughs> and I was just so glad that I ended up getting the opportunity to do it. But then um, later on, you were part of the, the casting crew, right? You I went was. through the interviews and stuff. So how... How different was that compared to your first year and going through all of it? Because now I'm well, doing that. Yeah, I was a lot less nervous that time around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was fun. It was just interesting to talk to new people mm -hmm. and um, to kind of, it felt good to be able to offer, you know, potential performers clarity on exactly what it is that you're going to be doing here because it is such a unique experience. And, um, yeah, I, I always feel good when I have personal experience, when I'm telling somebody what something yeah. is about, yeah. that's the only way you can truly know. And, uh, it was just, it was, it was wonderful. I loved meeting everybody. And as we added the puzzle pieces in one by one, getting closer and closer, it was more and more exciting because everybody in the group really complimented each other. <laughs> and it was just great. I would call ag and we would almost always agree, um, <clears throat> It's like, oh, did you think this? Yes, absolutely. And did you notice this? Yes. And so it was it was really fun to be part of it from the other side. Yeah, it's very clear, you know, when, right. with when you're when you interview people, we you know, each of us have our own methodology and how what we ask and how we bring people through the process. But then when we come together as a team, it is pretty clear who the group is. Right. You know, it's not there's no outliers that go that you're fighting for, you know, yeah. there are people right. that, you know, even this season, there were people that I've interviewed that I really hoped got it, but they didn't, you know, they didn't perform as well or didn't interview as well with the other parts of our team. And they brought up really valid points and, mm -hmm. you know, you, it, it's, I don't want to say it's a compromise, but it's a, it's a team effort. And mm -hmm. you have to, you have to be accepting of what other people are seeing, 
that you may not be seeing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but it is very clear. And I've said, Jules, um, and people are going to, you know, be sick of hearing this, but last year's group was so special to me and they were so wonderful. And I always, I say this all the time to people, I would have been hard pressed if everybody in that group um, wanted to come back because I couldn't say no to anybody. I mean, they yeah. were just, um, I don't really don't, you know, at the end of the summer, it's a, it's not a long summer, but you know, at times you want to just, you just need a couple of days off by the end. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. um, I didn't need a couple of days off at the end. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, to keep going. Um, yeah. and then people started leaving and I <laughs> started getting sad. Um, yeah. They were a good, a good group of people, and uh, hopefully they loved each other. They we did. We loved each other. Yeah, and that makes all. Yes, that is the key. Um, I think I remember when when Jules left, she played a song. Do you remember what song it was? Oh, I do remember <laughs> I this. Do. You what? what? Nicest kids. But yes, <laughs> she just drove off. Yeah, it was. We were all standing out front, uh, the people that were left, and there weren't yes. many of us. But she gets in her car. We all helped her to her car to pack it. And then we're standing there to wave goodbye. <laughs> it's like a movie. <laughs> yeah. And then she starts the nicest kids in sound. Uh, you know. Oh, man. That's good. Do, you, do yeah. you have a favorite memory from last year or any of the years? Oh, well, last year, I would say we had that gentleman come in mm -hmm. uh, and his name is escaping me now, but he was a World War One vet or oh. World War Two. Was it Pete? Mm -hmm. Pete. Yeah. Yes, Pete. Oh, my oh. goodness. What, what an amazing night. So special. Uh, he had he was there for Pearl Harbor, wasn't he? I don't exactly know where he was stationed, but Pete came in to celebrate his birthday and I don't, I don't know how old he was. He was probably 97 or 98. Yeah. Um, and coming on a hundred. It was coming close to a hundred and he was, um, he was outside waiting to come in and we don't have anyone stationed outside anymore. Um, you know, you know, before, before COVID we had a host that was outside gathering everyone's names and getting people ready to come in. Um, now we take reservations for all of our check-in times and we tell people to show up right at that time. Mm -hmm. And that's just to prevent at the time was prevent people from lingering. So mm -hmm. we didn't know, um, he was outside, you know, and then I go out to start seating everyone. Um, and you know, I look, look to my left and, He's there. He has a walker. And I was like, oh, my goodness, let's, you know, get this person in as fast as we could. So we brought him in. I got him a table and he was, uh, you know, sat right up front and we celebrated his birthday and everyone stood up for him um, mm. and gave him a round of applause during his birthday. We took a picture yeah. with him. But what, what struck me most about that particular night was at the end of the show, people didn't leave. 
you know, we, you know, yeah. at the end of the show, everyone, we tell everyone to eat up, pay up and get out. And they, no one left. Everyone just stayed because they were waiting for their turn to go to him yeah. and thank him for yeah. his service. Um, somebody else paid for his check. Um, yeah, I had before I could even get to it. I was going to yeah. take it. And then somebody else goes, no, Aggie, you know, take the money. Um, right. Was it your table, Jules? It was. Yeah. It was. And then he came. It was both times he came back again and said it'd be one again. OK. Um, but it was just it was so special. And he was such a sweet man. Yeah. And it, he was so touched that everybody truly cared about what he did for our country and you know who he was and he was so overwhelmed there was tears in her in his eyes and i mean it was just a beautiful moment it was just really special what also yeah. struck me um you know and i didn't rush that particular night i remember um standing at the major d stand and just watching everyone go over to him and what struck me were all the young people and i mean yeah. young you know, uh, grade school individuals that were going mm. up to him and shaking his hand and taking pictures with him. And the pa there was, I'm sure that, the, you know, parents were around and I'm sure parents encouraged. I don't want to say that they all went up there alone, but a number of them did. And that was just a remarkable. It was a remarkable moment. And we all got to experience it and it was beautiful. Yeah. Was a, a great, that was great. That was a great moment. That was great. Oh man. Oh, also when Alexis sang, um, the Horton hears a who song to, uh, to Sam. That was good. That was a good one. Notice me Horton. That yes. was really great. It was great to see Sam up on stage yeah. and he was just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, just the joy. I mean, I, I hope that when I grow up, I can have as much pure joy as Sam has. <laughs> He's an inspiration to me, honestly. But that was just so, such a beautiful, beautiful, cool moment. But that was a lot of fun. There's so many great moments. It's mm -hmm. hard to pinpoint them. And now that I'm, like, thinking of them, they're coming flushing back, <laughs> rushing back. Yeah. Every day. We would, you know, every week we would sit at our Sunday night meeting. Yes. And we would go around the room and every single person would have a beautiful story about a personal connection they made with somebody. Or, oh, wasn't that amazing when that happened? Or wasn't that hysterical when that happened? Yeah. And I just loved sitting there. Like, everybody was had found purpose in their lives this week and were personally touched. And, and hearing that, you know, from all my colleagues, I suppose, fellow Can't singing speak. waitresses, yeah. was uh, really neat. Yeah, um our Sunday night meetings are very special to me. They're, they're so special when everyone buys into why we're there. And it's, you know, it's certainly something that could always be done via email. Like we could send out the schedule. Yeah. We could talk about the week. We can talk about our rehearsal schedule and all of that. But the pass the pen is we do it at, at the end of each meeting mm -hmm. where everyone gets the pen and gets to speak about something about their week and reflect on their week. And uh, oh, some tears happen, some, you know, we laugh a lot, and there's uh, a lot of great moments yeah. came out of that. Yeah. Oh, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you was um, the transition from year to year. Do you remember your 
from the difference from the first year to the second year and what happened? I think that I just saw what I saw what worked. I was able to observe and learn and I was able to see, you know, what what people responded to. And then I also think that um, I felt like I could take more risks because I felt comfortable. I felt established. I was like, okay, these people, they they must kind of like me because they invited me back for a second year. So I'm doing something right. I can let my guard down a little bit and, and just go for it and just truly take risks. And I think once I kind of just let go and went with it and just was it wasn't in my head so much about oh what am I gonna say next and just actually being in the moment and listening and learning and observing was when I really kind of came into my own yeah 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 it's uh it really is remarkable that the growth that people make do you remember going um see so you weren't a performance major when you left after your first year right you were no. a communications major I, you know, I'm interested to know, does school, do the people around the performers see a change from May to September after, you know, being here and working on that stamina? Um, oh, absolutely. And, and I do, I did too. I mean, so I, I'm very nervous for auditions person. I can't eat. I can't sleep. I get extremely, extremely bad stage fright. And something that the music man did for me is, well, yes, it was there at the beginning, but eventually you just kind of have to get over it. And that's just your daily life. It's just part of the day. And you're going to have to eat because you're going to have to sing tonight. So I think that it helped me it's kind of like exposure therapy for it, I guess. <laughs> Just get out of that mindset. And then I would come into auditions and I wouldn't be so um, kind of paralyzed by my fear. I was able to put it aside and say, no, I'm here to perform. I love doing this. And I was able to just turn that on much more easily. And that certainly people noticed that. And because I was able to perform so much better in auditions, I started to get cast and things and, and people certainly noticed that it was more a confidence thing for me mm -hmm. i think um we want to know what other performing things you did other than the music man and well i was in um i was in a couple main stage shows i was in the wolves which was a play which i didn't ever really have the the gusto to go for <laughs> before um i was in um the last five years i was kathy um, so great. That's one of my really favorites. Uh, I did like a lot more cabaret performances, uh, mm -hmm. and just just getting up in front of people and being like, no, no, I'm I'm gonna work the crowd. It's not it's not. I think we kind of get trained. I don't know where we get trained that we have to look at a certain spot on the wall, and that's yeah. the only thing that we can make eye contact with ever. And um, for some instances, I'm sure that's true. But like when you're singing in front of a crowd of people, it's like, yes, you can actually interact with them. You yeah. can make eye contact with them. You can involve them and they can be part of it. And then they're rooting for you. And that's just something that I started having a lot more fun doing. And I think you had some um, interesting jobs before the Music Man or in between as well. Uh, well, yes, I worked yes. for the Hershey Company. Um, so I was a, I was a retail sales representative. So I would travel in my little Subaru Forester all over <laughs> Western 
And then I would walk around the stores and I'd make our displays look pretty and take pictures of them and show them to my boss and be like, look at how beautiful Hershey is being represented. Yes. And he would be like, great work, kiddo. I think if Jules was trying to sell me anything, I'd buy it. I don't even like chocolate. And I'd be like, (laughs) that's, yeah, that's actually exactly what I want. Thank you. And you work now at... I work now at the Museum of Broadway. Yes, you do. In in Manhattan. Thanks, Liz. And it's it's on 45th Street. It's great. But, oh, yeah, and I wanted to tell you, people... I've had people come in now and be like, are you Mm -hmm. Jules? Jules from the Music Man? And I'm like, yes, hello. Oh, and it's, wonderful. it's amazing. You really, uh, people, people absolutely love the music, man, and the, and the impact that it leaves on people. For you, it's just one more day in the summer. But for a lot of the families who come in, that's a tradition that they do once a year. Yeah. And uh, that they remember forever. And mm-hmm. I had this one family actually show me on their phone a video of me in, in medleys. With oh, their, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. At the time, oh boy who was now like a teenager, taller than me, but in the video, he was this little tyke. And um, I was having him sing, uh, I think it's Raining Mint. And I was like, wow, is that you? And he was like, oh, yeah, it's me. I've come a long way. But it was really cool. And the family was like, we watch it every year. And we we're always laughing and having wow. that memory. And it's like, you really do impact people for years to come, which is not something that I was aware of at the beginning, but it's certainly the truth. Should we, should we get into our sprinkling of questions? All right, Jules, we, we have this thing here called sprinkling you with questions. All right. We've asked you a lot of questions, but these are questions that are kind of our stock questions that we ask everyone. Um, They're the hard hitting ones. These are really hard hitting. So would you um, please take part in this with us? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Liz, would you like to start? Yes. What sound or noise do you love, Jules? That's a that's a tough one. <laughs> I like it. Um, I like the sound of rain. Yes. That's kind of a. This, you, maybe I'm thinking of sprinkling you me with questions. <laughs> <laughs> I also like it when a really heavy door shuts. Oh. And it makes like a really healthy thud. <laughs> but wow. just shut. You know, and it's like, mm, that's a sturdy door. Sturdy door. <laughs> that's a sturdy door. <laughs> Thank you. That's a- yeah. Was that good? Is that what that you was, wanted to do? Hey, listen, it's your questions. Okay. If you had to listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Maybe Scenes from an Italian Restaurant by Billy Joel. Mm, nice. <laughs> mm, very nice. I love that one. All right, go ahead. Flat. Or sparkling? Well, flat. Yes! <laughs> wow. Our ears just, we're going to have to bring the volume down on that one. That was intense. One. Listen, Jules, I, <laughs> everyone's been saying sparkling. And I said that I would find my soulmate that find, that sounds like oh, well, we are. More yeah, soulmates. <laughs> Look, I mean, you could say sparkling. I mean, that's the You'd more appealing. You'd be lying. <laughs> But you'll be lying. That's exactly right. I think we're going to have to cut out my yes. You guys are really bonding on this. <laughs> what is the best sandwich? Um, the best sandwich is whole wheat bread <laughs> with Skippy reduced fat peanut butter. Oh, my goodness. Please. Really? <laughs> are you telling the truth? What else on there? What else? And I'm not, I am... 
but uh, but it's what my mom used to make for me when I was okay. a kid, and it's not about the reduced fat. I just like <laughs> the way and it's like a childhood thing for okay. me. That makes um, a lot more sense. That yeah, it's comfort yeah. food there. It's it's you know it has a special place in my heart, but also you know you can't go wrong with the turkey and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> who would put? Who who would play you in the movie of your life then? I want to know that. Who would play I you? Wanna I want to know. Who would play me in the movie of my life? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I don't know. I would love I would love it if it was um Amy Poehler. Wow. Well, that's your that's who it is then. That's who it is. You just casted her. Or I don't know, maybe M Melissa McCarthy? Oh. No, wow. both two amazing choices. Yeah, I think either one of those, I'd be honored. Okay, for the last question, Jules, we always do this. It's a finish the lyrics. So I'll give you one word, and then you'll just come up with a song, okay? Okay. Okay. Your word is nights. The nicest kids in town. <laughs> was it nice or night? <laughs> was, it <laughs> was it Was it nice or night? I have no idea what you said. I said night, I but night? we can do nice. <laughs> oh, you said. <laughs> oh my goodness! I There you go. You get two oh, for one. <laughs> oh my goodness, Jules! Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. This was so was fun. So and I so look forward to seeing you soon. Um, <laughs> like, you know, our rehearsal period is not going to be the same without you. Uh, we'll just have to call her in. <laughs> yeah. We're just hey, Jules. But you're so close. You're in Manhattan now. So That's really true. you can hop on a, a train or a bus and get down here. Mm -hmm. But um, so we do need to coordinate our schedules and get you in this summer. And yeah. uh you know, thank you so much for being a friend and thank you so much for, you know, giving so much to the music band. Oh, you've got a friend in me. Oh, that should have been the word. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> oh, thank you for being a friend. All right, Aww. Jules. Thanks so much. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you love too. You. All right. Bye. Jules is one of the funniest per people that I know. Oh, she's so funny. She's just, you never know what you're gonna, what's gonna come out of her mouth. Jules is just, oh, she's just a joy to be around. Yes, yes she is. So, uh, wow. Wow, that was great. <laughs> oh, that was so much end. fun. Wow. So for all of you people that wrote me emails uh, to have Jules on, thank you for no, that. She's here. She was here with us and uh, you have my word that put it out there when she's coming in yeah go visit her at the museum of broadway that's right yeah that's right i'm sure that her tours are better than everyone else's <laughs> and funnier yeah all right well that's it so uh this is where we say goodbye right yeah all right bye liz bye this podcast has been brought to you by the Music Man Singing Ice Cream Shop. Email us at bsa at themusicman.com. Ask us questions. We're excited. We are so excited. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.